Yo, there he is. Yo, what's up? How's it going, Jack? Yo, yo. yo. man. Hey, appreciate the time. Won't keep you for too long, but wanted to uh, geek out with you about the new tunes and tour and and uh, get your opinion on a couple of things and uh, just get into my Dead Poet Society fandom. Sick. All right, let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let me start with the beginning because I'm I'm like normally a death metal thrash kind of guy, and my love for your band is completely out of left field, but I love you guys nonetheless. I mean, I fell in love with the record during the pandemic. We did a phone interview at that time and gushed all about the record. Finally got to see you guys last year at the observatory at the, the Constellation Room in Orange County. Blew my freaking mind. And that brings me oh, to, my, thank you. to my first question. You had said during that show that you guys lived in Orange County for a while. Yeah, we actually still live there now. Oh, no kidding. Tell me about that, because yeah. you guys are kind of known from being from like Boston and Berkeley and all that. So when you moved out to California, it was first settling in Orange County. Yeah, yeah, it was actually kind of by uh, just like chance, because we first moved out in 2016. Uh, <laughs> we first moved out in 2016. The um, we didn't realize that we had been evicted from our apartment in Boston because we left before the lease. So we were just kind of like homeless for a good uh, month or so. And then we went on tour and we came back and the only place we could find was this Airbnb in Santa Ana. And so we took it and then just kind of stayed in that area. Wow. So you guys are, are OC representing still in that same area, Santa Ana, Costa Mesa, South Orange County kind of? Um, Will now lives in Long Beach and I live in Huntington Beach and we're kind of like all spread out over Orange County in Southern LA. But fell in love with the area and decided to stay. Yeah. Exactly. The space is still there. Yeah. <laughs> bitching, bitching and good to learn. And then, dude, I've never done this before. Like I was saying earlier, uh, big fan. My wife, who likes hip hop and we don't even agree on rock. Big fan of yours as well. We took a road trip out back in May out to Phoenix because we were pissed that you guys announced dates and there was nothing in SoCal. So we did a road trip on our anniversary to go see you guys on our 11th wedding anniversary. That was my present to her is seeing you guys at the Valley Bar in Phoenix that night. Oh, wow. No way. That's sick. Yeah, dude. Made the I've never done that. I mean, been in radio for almost three decades and go to concerts all the time. I've never driven out of state to go see a band. Until you guys. I love that, dude. That's so awesome. And it was an amazing show. And I do remember you saying, hey, you guys want to hear some new music? And you played a new song that night. And I'm thinking it was running in circles. Am I correct on that? Yes, you are. Bitchin', was that the first time you guys had played that? No, we had actually. No, it was the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time we ever played it live. And, dude, now hearing the record, I tell you, it's a song when I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep and I'm tossing and turning, I got that chorus stuck in my head. So thank you. Uh, well, you're <laughs> welcome. And I'm sorry. I always am sorry. I love what you guys did, though, with a kind of a double release. It felt really old school, releasing, you know, that tune and Hurt at the same time. It felt like a, getting a cassette back in the day where you had the A side and the B side. Was that kind of the theory behind it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I think we wanted to kind of like surprise people a little bit by by releasing two songs, but only promoting one, you know, <laughs> just a little cherry on top because it's been a minute since we released music. 
Yeah, way too long. So that's why I was stoked at the show that you said, hey, we got new music, and then to hear these songs, and and certainly uh, running in circles, like I said, that chorus getting it stuck in my head, and kind of all about those insecure voices in your head, probably those voices I'm hearing when I can't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones, dude. Yeah, that's what that song's right, really all about. Benadryl. <laughs> NyQuil, knock myself out. Exactly. But that's what that tune's about, right? Those voices in your head and all the negativity and trying to wash that away. Yeah, yeah. Hurt, um, our, actually our guitarist wrote that song. And, um, you know, it's it's very rare that one of us will bring a song to the table and everybody just goes, yep, that's it. <laughs> and that just happened to be one of those songs where it was just like, I listened to it and I was like, oh my God, like, yes, this is, this is perfect. And all it needed was a bridge. And so we wrote the bridge and that song came together just so easily. Cause I think it just hit home for everybody in the band. And obviously there's more than two songs. We have an album coming at some point next year, probably. Yeah. Yep. Very, uh, I can't give any specific dates, but like very top of next year, keep an eye out for that. We got more singles coming too. Beautiful. And then when did you guys work on this? Because as soon as the kind of world opened up, you guys been hitting it hard on the road there. Was it kind of in between or did you have to set aside a uh, time aside to work on the new music? Um, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we did chunks at a time. And then like even just after our last run in Europe, we had to record two more songs. It's definitely the fastest we've ever written an album front to back, mm-hmm. which was, you know, concerning for us. Cause I mean, it takes us forever to write music because everyone's so opinionated in the <laughs> band. And when uh, we hired, we hired a uh, producer, um, Anton DeLost to uh, help us finish the album. And uh, he was like, we'll write it in January. And I was thinking, there's not a chance <laughs> in hell we're finishing this in one month. And somehow it all came together. Wow. And here we are. And I think it's I'm I think it's by far the best batch of songs we've ever written. Well, the the exclamation point's gonna be a hard follow up, but was there any sort of direction, any mission statement, or was it just kinda like the next batch of songs up for this album? You know, I think every single song we write is very song to song. We don't like to like dictate put as little thought into <laughs> writing as possible and just all feeling. And so these songs, there's a couple that are reminiscent of the exclamation point album, but uh, there's more of an evolution to a lot of this stuff too. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. One of the things I love about your band is all the different sides that you have a song like, you know, Coda versus a song like Salt and bringing that kind of industrial kind of edge to it. And I'm hoping there's some more of that on the new album as well. Yep. Yeah, there's uh, we have some some industrially kind of stuff. It's a mix of like swarm and salt and stuff. And then we also have things that are way more American blood and stuff that's like kind of like really old us too yeah like you were saying you and your wife have such different tastes in music same with everyone in the band so we all come to the table with something different you know like a different way of seeing the song i guess yeah it, it, it the big stew it creates the stew that's dead poet society yeah exactly 
Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the new tunes and uh, getting into the show a little bit. Rad that we'll get to see you in Southern California at the world-famous Troubadour on October the 9th, a headline set and a historic place. Have you been there for shows? I went and saw Highly Suspect there in like 2017. Okay. So Remember seeing that. That's the only show I've been to there. Have you been there? Yeah, we uh, we just saw All Them Wishes before we left on this tour. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. <laughs> but you can really feel like the history when you walk in that place, man. That you just walking oh, in that first bar and seeing all the, the pictures on the wall and everything. Yeah, it's crazy. And maybe a couple uh, new tunes at that show, too, or just kind of sticking to exclamation point in the singles. Say that again? Uh, for that show at the Troubadour, it's going to be a headline set. Are you going to play a couple more uh, forthcoming tunes or just stick into the ones released in, in the the uh, Exclamation album? Uh, we're going to play Running in Circles and Hurt for sure. And we have one more that's pretty well rehearsed. Maybe we'll break it out. Sweet. Hoping, hoping to hear that. And you guys are on the road right now with nothing more. How has that been? And, and are you guys amazed by that big scorpion tail that they bring out with them? You know, they didn't bring it on this one. So oh, no way. Part of it. They have they part of it. drum based of it. I was I was bummed when I didn't see the full scorpion. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they still got part of it. They still got part of it. And they're all incredibly nice guys. And uh, in, they are in intimidatingly good shape. And uh, <laughs> it makes me want to step my game up. So <laughs> Do I have to worry about you uh, uh, running around with your shirt off and, and some some black paint on the body now, too, moving forward? Like oh, you'll does. never see me run around with my shirt off around them. <laughs> Are you guys bringing any support to the Troubadour, or just local for the headline stuff? Uh, we got, is it all local? I'm pretty sure it's local. For yeah, them. it's uh, cro- Crooked. Uh, uh, why is it they call I'm blanking on the name of the band right now, but we're going to post them all over our, our social media and everything. As we get closer, I totally understand that. And uh, last couple of things I wanted to hit you with, man. Uh, we're an old school radio station. Like I said before, I'm a metal guy. We do a feature called Mandatory Metallica. And uh, we had talked during the pandemic, not not the biggest Metallica fan in the world, Jack. But how about for you, Will, a big Metallica fan? I definitely grew up listening to them. I did not grow up listening to them, but when I was in 10th grade, I had a phase where I played Enter Sandman like every um, <laughs> 20 minutes for like a year straight. Wow. That just that song on repeat just wore out that cassette. <laughs> I, would think, I would think that that's kind of the, the goal for every band. I mean, they're 40 plus years into their career and still doing stadiums. I mean, just being around 40 plus years, I would think would almost be the the trajectory or the hope for every band or, or would you rather do the opposite and just kick ass for 10, 12 years and then disappear? And then ghost out. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we put ourselves through, I think unnecessary amounts of pain and suffering <laughs> for 45 minutes on stage every few days. And uh, we wouldn't be doing it if those 45 minutes weren't just pure ecstasy. So so the goal would be to do, do it for 40 years and, and 40 years from now, still be going on stage doing it. Oh, 100%. I mean, everyone saw that viral video of like James chilling with a cigar before he's about to play. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that? <laughs> Walking up to stage, smoking a big stogie. Right. Precisely. 
Have you guys seen, uh, you know, it's been kind of a renaissance, I think, because it's been like 20 years old, but the some kind of monster, the doc that they did that was, uh, you know, amongst other things that they've done throughout their career, but really revealing. Most bands only kind of show you the good side, the happy, clean side. And I thought that was so cool of them to be so open and free and show the not so good side of the band. I mean, it, the band was almost breaking up at that point. Yeah, I mean, when you're you're basically in a relationship like a marriage with four dudes. And so as long as everybody has that same drive and goal to make it successful, then you just kind of live in this world of like compromise where you're going to have blowout arguments, but like you, the objective is to have them resolve. But we've definitely had our fair share of uh, (laughs) fucking blow. I mean, I didn't mean to swear there, but blowouts. Yeah. Totally makes sense. I mean, like you said, it's a marriage with four people. I mean, you gotta gotta keep everyone happy, and not everyone's gonna be happy all the time, sleeping on top of each other and sweating on top of each other, so close in proximity and touring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we're very fortunate that we all have rather tolerant personalities to a certain extent. So, just to put a button on the mandatory Metallica thing, Jack, I'll play uh, Inner Sandman for you. Will do you have a, a request? I'm going to say St. Anger just to piss people off. <laughs> well, we were just talking about the movie from that time period, so it makes perfect sense. You being a drummer, cool. did, did you have an issue with that uh, that trash can snare, or did you kind of like it for the time? Uh, I think it's a f- fun reference to have. <laughs> Sign of the times, where right. they were at that point. But you're not you're not strapping that on your kid anytime soon. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, guys. Thank you so much for the time. Can't wait to see you out there at the uh, Troubadour show in L.A. Cool, man. I'll keep an eye out for you. Yeah. We'd love to say hi to you guys in person. Thank you so much for the time and the killer tunes, man. Thank you for having us and thank you for playing us, man. Yeah. Hope to do something when the album comes out again, too. Okay. Sounds good. Peace. Safe travels. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming online at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.